0: Five, four,
1: three, two, one. We're in the fight five by five. This is the Five on Film podcast. Hello and welcome to Five on Film, the podcast where we try and break down the top five in the world of film. I'm your host, Paul Cree, and this week, we're going a little bit Christmassy, but not your traditional Christmas angle. Um, I'm going to welcome my guests this week. We're joined by our regulars, Chris, Yipikai, Kimasabi, <laughs> uh, John, Matt, Merry Stinking Christmas, and we're welcoming back our very first guest. Back onto our Christmas special, Rob. Um, Here's how the show works, everybody. We're going to try and uh, break down the top five non-traditional Christmas movies. We're going to start with first round nominations, where we're each going to try and nominate a film that we believe deserves to be on this week's top five. Then we're going to, once we hopefully get to seven films, we're going to keep going until we get to seven. And then once we get to seven films, we're going to knock two of those films out. And then we're going to be left with five, which we're going to rank as our top five non-traditional Christmas films. Um, bit of housekeeping before we roll into the show. We're on all the socials, which is at five on film podcast. Um, come and chat to us. Come and chat to us over Christmas. We'd love to hear from you. Um, what do you think of our Christmas list? Um, what do you think of our non-traditional Christmas list? Um, let us know what you're doing over the Christmas period. Give us ideas for the new year. We would love to hear from you. Um, so uh, i hope you're watching us on youtube as well i completely forgot that we're on youtube now i hope you're watching us on youtube and if you are thank you very much for joining us on youtube and if you're listening to us come and find us over there and if you've found us on youtube somehow through youtube algorithms um we're on spotify and we're on itunes as well um so come and find us on the go when you need us um so this week we're doing One of our Christmas shows, we've already done traditional Christmas films, so we're rolling on to non-traditional Christmas films. So this is a film that involves Christmas, but that is not about the holiday of Christmas. So any story that involves Christmas in some way, Christmas is part of the tale, but um, it's not a Christmas film. So Rob, you're our guest this week. Can you give us the first movie for our non-traditional Christmas
2: list? Okay, well my first choice is a bit of a controversial one because I know it isn't actually about Christmas. It's actually about another holiday season that celebrates in the United States also known as Thanksgiving. So I think you some of you may have Already guessed which film I'm talking about. It's linked to when I was last on the uh, guest on the show. It's a John Hughes film. It's Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Now, yes, I know they were trying to travel home for Thanksgiving, but I, when I first saw the film, I just thought they're getting home for Christmas because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the United Kingdom. So, And I just think it's such a beautiful film. It's funny. There's lots of snow. Snow is Christmas, isn't it? And it's about getting home to see family. And Christmas is partly about family, you know, getting home to sort of spend a special period of time with family. Um, And these two guys that are sort of forged together, forced together to try and both get home to Chicago. So Rob, planes trains and automobiles the thanksgiving i know it
1: is a bit controversial for the thanksgiving yep. movie for the christmas season um chris would you consider this a non-traditional christmas movie does it deserve to be on this list um
0: uh,
3: as you've asked me that directly paul i'll i won't <laughs> be able to ease rob into my answer um <laughs> No, it's not a Christmas film. Uh, I'm, I am I deliberated over the last um, one that we did with Traditional Christmas um, and I cut out some of my favourite films and my favourite Christmas films than the last one. So I feel I'm going to have to stick hard to what I would perceive to be uh, alternative Christmas films. Um, and unfortunately, Rob, uh, as as amazing a film as Plain strange and automobiles is i do not see it as a christmas film sorry
4: okie
1: dokie um john what about you
4: um i'm pretty much of the same mind it's uh yeah no i'm of the uh i'm o- i'm of the mind that uh no it, it's a thanksgiving movie it um is yeah i mean it's very very obviously just a it's a home loner so um but no it, it wouldn't go on my list
1: okay matt to uh to keep it alive would you consider planes trains and automobiles an alternative christmas film
5: well all all four of you know that from the last time and from hearing me blather on about planes, trains and automobiles for so many, so long and so many times before that, yeah, I do view this as a Christmas movie. For me, this is my Christmas movie, um, along with two or three other ones that um, I try and watch every season. Uh, you only have to look at my Instagram page. There's a big poster of planes, trains and automobiles on there posted last Christmas, just like so excited. It was Christmas. I could watch this again. And I adore this movie. I really, really do. But that being said, I just as much as i love this movie and as much as i would champion it to the world ends i i just can't put it on this list because i think there are maybe five other films that just fit the category They aren't better films that aren't more christmassy it, it, to, to me but maybe to other people uh, that are just better um suited to our topic this this week um so unfortunately i'm going to say no and i hate myself for saying no but unfortunately <laughs> um, sorry uh, worries no
1: so it doesn't matter what what i think because unfortunately rob it hasn't made it um and i think i would have agreed with the rest of the guys i'm afraid yeah i'm afraid i think it's just uh well i as i when we did john hughes i hadn't watched plane trains and all bills for years um Mm. and i've watched it for that podcast and i really enjoyed it I, i loved it and i even thought about watching it again like this week um because it was thanksgiving in america um so we're recording this yeah. early um so and i felt like it felt it is that it is it's a thanksgiving movie and although we don't celebrate that in the uk um yeah it hasn't quite made it onto my list either i'm afraid yeah so no, the we all know that oh, oh, we yeah. all know that
5: yeah, it, 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 was, was, it, it, was it was there was. <laughs> <laughs> i'm that <best laughs>
2: Not all my choices are John Hughes films. I do love other films that are not on John <laughs> Hughes. Just in case anyone's thinking, yeah. who's this guy? John Hughes obsessed. Just John
1: Hughes obsessed.
5: John Hughes is illegitimate son. That's who it is. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> <world. laughs> Right.
1: Um, well, let's roll on to another choice. Um, I'm going to change it up this week. So, Matt, going out of order, what would you like wow. as... Our next pick on alternative Christmas. There's quite a few choices,
5: isn't there? There's quite a few. There is. I'm glancing, I'm glancing shadily down into the corner because I have a little list down there. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for uh, a film from 2003 that, for me, epitomises the alternative Christmas completely. It really does. It's got one of the best performances, um, comedic and characteristic performances that I think I've ever seen um, by Billy Bob Thornton. So I am going to throw into the ring uh, Bad Santa from 2003, uh, directed by Terry Zweigoff, or Zwygoff, not sure how you pronounce it. So I'm Billy Bob Thornton, um, uh, John Ritter um, as the, the the very funny um, manager of uh one of the um, let me actually let me go back and just quickly give a quick, quick synopsis um imagine the worst person in the entire planet um and at times it by a million um the most foul mouthed um despicable um no morals um shady uh, just just the most awful person in the world um who, who is a misanthropist he's a misogynist he hates everybody he hates kids and um, he he plays um, this is Billy Bob Thornton's character. He plays uh, a Santa, and along with Terry Cox, who is um, I forget their names. I've got them written down somewhere. But he plays he plays his sidekick, um, <clears throat> the 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 bad-tempered elf, um, uh, the little person, as they uh, they, <laughs> they 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 but uh, politically correctly describe him um there are many other unpolitically correct ways they describe in the movie which i can't um uh, can't possibly say on here um it's it's a brilliant movie um they they pose as a a, a, um, a santa claus in department stores over the christmas period and they proceed to on christmas eve rob the department stores of all their money um and uh, make off for the rest of the year to do it again the following year and it's just it's 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 so foul. It's so funny. It's one of those films that you just absolutely have to see if you've never seen it before. It's got some wonderful lines in it that I can't repeat on here. Um, one one of the less less dodgy ones. One of my my favourite less dodgy ones is where one of the kids is sitting on um, on Santa's lap and Billy Bob Thornton's lap, and um, he says he pulls his beard down. And he, he says, "What your beard, your, it's not your real beard. What happened? And and Billy Thornton says, oh yeah, I got, I got really sick and, and it fell off. And he said, how did you get sick? And he said, I loved a, a really unclean woman. And it just some, that sums it up and that's, you know, that's one of the, the type of kind of really crass, um, humor that is in this film, but, um, you, you can't help but laugh in it and it's, it's got some great, um, side characters in it. Um, you've got Bernie Mac who plays the store detective um he's just so, he's so i can't even describe his character he's so kind of like aloof to everything but at the same time he's on it and he he knows what's going on and it's just brilliant it's just, there's so many funny things in it that um that you can only kind of kind of i don't i don't even want to spoil it i think it's a fantastic movie i think it's it's it epitomizes the, the 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 list that we're doing tonight and um i definitely think it it, it deserves a place on the top five without a doubt 100 percent. very funny very rude okay. but very funny uh john
1: what do you think about santa
4: um i bad santa uh it's one of the ones i haven't managed to catch up with um mm. so actually i haven't seen this one um to be fair it, it it's kind it sort of epitomizes the kind of film that i kind of avoided like a jackass and things like that the kind of a kind of the base level stuff that i just never really got into and uh, and got to see so unfortunately it's going to be a very fast no okay
2: rob do you like bad center i don't know unfortunately i've not seen it either um but it sounds, I must admit, it sounds like the sort of film I think I would enjoy. So, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to sit on the fence and I'm going to have to put it on my to do list and hopefully it'll be on TV this Christmas so I can finally get to see it. But just seeing the clips there and from what uh, Matt was describing, um, it, it does sound like good fun. A good, a good fun holiday season movie. I love to, no. to say no because I haven't seen it so
1: I'm I'm going to come to me because I'm going to say yes Matt this is on it's in my top 7 I really like Bad Santa I went to see Bad Santa at the cinema I thought it was hilarious I I think um, Billy Bob is brilliant in the movie um, it's, it's heartfelt yet adult laughs um, yeah I think it's a great non-traditional Christmas movie I hope both John and Rob check it out and I've now made Chris decide whether it's going to make it onto this list or not. So Chris, bad Santa? Is it going on or is it not?
3: Uh, well, I thought I was going to be in the minority with this. Uh, I'm really sorry, Matt. I've not seen it either. Wow. Uh, oh, I'm kind of like John uh, with this. It's uh, I don't like uh, films with horrible people doing horrible things um so it yeah i just i kind of actively avoided it i'm afraid sorry they they try yeah? so
5: hard to redeem him in the end they really do try so hard to yeah. redeem him but yeah. it, it is one of those films where, where you you have to take it with not a grain space. of salt yeah you take it with a grain <laughs> of salt yeah yeah and, and that's fine if you're not into that then that's fine
4: yeah um uh, okay there's a that, um there's a film critic. well there's a film journalist I listen to his podcast and he talks about the bell-end factor or the arsehole factor <laughs> and it, 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 this just kind of, it, this film just kind of just from the from the outside looks like it epitomizes that <laughs> <Could laughs> so
3: John could you expand on that please Genuine
4: question. Uh, but, but <laughs> like basically what? everybody so basically the idea being that um every, if everybody in the film is a complete and utter arsehole and and bad person an irredeemable person then uh it i just I, ju- I just can't watch it i, I just it's called actually, it's called uh... bad center
5: i mean it's called bad center I mean, you <laughs> yeah, know no, what no. you're getting into I mean, it, you're getting it's...
4: It. but it's telling me it's telling <laughs> yeah. me right up front that i don't i'm, I'm probably not going to like this film so yeah uh
1: well I, I i would say it is worth a watch if uh, if you can find it on um on christmas eve night it's, uh, it's definitely an adult film. It's, it's not for the kids. Um, okay. Chris. I could tell from the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what have you got for us this week? Can you give us the first one?
3: So, um, do, do I go with the obvious or uh, do I go with one of the, the others? I think because um, uh, ahead of time we did something slightly differently and John's doing some uh, wizardry with the visuals, and the, um, the audio and the visuals, uh, so we, I, I, I hope you don't mind me sharing this with the audience, um, we submitted our 10 to John uh, so that he could prepare some clips and uh it came about that there were 30 films in total that we'd list is that right john
4: yeah yeah that's about right (laughs) Uh,
3: yeah so based on that i'm concerned that if i don't nominate uh this film it might it might get get lost i i don't know i i i really hope not but Uh, I think it would be remiss of me not to just go straight in with uh, not only my favourite Christmas film of all time, but one of my favourite films of all time, Uh, so much so that I actually mentioned it in my uh, wedding speech. I'm nominating (laughs) Die Hard. Um, (laughs) Die Hard is uh, one of the greatest films ever made. It stars Bruce Willis as uh, Detective John McLean, and uh, he's visiting his wife, uh, estranged wife, um, at uh, her new uh, apartment blocks, uh, sorry, her new work, the Nakatomi Plaza um, in LA. um, And he's flown from New York, um, and uh, he goes to the Christmas party Um, And uh, during the Christmas party, Hans Gruber, uh, played by Alan Rickman, um, along with his group of uh, European terrorists, uh, storm the building um, and take everyone hostage. And uh, John McLean has to go uh, on a rescue mission and try and take out all the terrorists and save his wife and save all the other uh, Nakatomi employees um, without being killed by the terrorists. Um, it is an amazing film. Uh, I, I love it. I, I watch it all the time, no matter what time of year. Um, Bruce Willis is amazing. It launched his career as, a, as an action star. Uh, same with Alan Rickman. Uh, and it's just instantly quotable, um, it's, it's funny, it's full of action, uh, it's just awesome. I, I can't say how, I, I can't express how good uh, a film this is.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm getting Rob?
2: giddy
3: thinking about it.
1: <laughs> Rob, is, is Die Hard going to make this list?
2: <laughs> It's interesting because I've got into so many arguments with so many people down the years, as I, as I'm sure a lot of people have, about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or, or not. For me, A, yes, I think it is a Christmas movie. I was fortunate enough to get to go to watch it again on the big screen uh, about this time last year. And during the film, just to verify that it is a Christmas movie, I actually made note and counted how many times there was a Christmas reference and I lost count. I totally lost count. Um down to well his strange wife is called Holly I believe. It was a Christmas party, ho ho ho, now I have a machine gun, etc etc. It was just endless references to Christmas. It's an excellent movie. It's thoroughly watchable. Like Chris I've watched it so many times. It's just it's superb. So yeah definitely
5: absolutely definitely on on the list matt yeah of course of course you can't put you can't put a christmas list together without putting die at least at least near the top um man he's the prince of nakatomi plaza yeah absolutely he's got to go on <laughs> i mean a great year 1988 wasn't it 1988 um good year i remember it being a very good year a year for like uh he framed roger rabbit um films like oh god anyway it's a great film great film it's gotta go on it can't not go on fantastic well it's on that
1: is the first one that's made the list three votes it's there chris uh john i'm assuming a yes
4: yes of course it's a yes (laughs) um it's yes of course it is come on it, you and, can argue yeah. it as much as you like but it is a christmas film
1: it is a christmas film and uh i
5: think it's I, become a christmas, christmas, christmas film i think it's become a christmas, christmas is, film hasn't it yeah it's
1: five yeses um and I, I like the fact that chris the first thing chris said was that you can watch it any time of year because the film was released in june um it was not released at christmas time it was released yeah, as a summer, summer blockbuster yeah.
0: um
1: hey
4: we want to so, we want we to pub quiz on that one we did we did we did i remember
2: that yeah (laughs) i think it was about the only answer Um, i got right that night (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so yeah die
1: hard um five yeses it is there so uh excellent john can you give us the second one on the list
4: right okay well for me um i'm gonna say that of all the ones that if die hard's off the table because die hard's already there i think that films that um i think that an alternative to die hard would be batman returns now i think the batman returns is a uh i think batman returns is probably the most christmassy the most tim burton the most comic book the most um stylish the most sexy it is um a lovely piece of work it's most gothic it's the best sets it is um bo welsh doing what he does best tim burton getting the money to do exactly what he wanted to do with batman um it's michelle pfeiffer being being excellent in the pvc outfit um it's michael keaton really getting to be bruce wayne and batman and you actually seeing the the dichotomy of the character you get uh christopher walken being christopher walken uh and um and you get Danny DeVito being the most disgusting penguin person, <laughs> Birdman ever. And yet, it all works. It um, The the car is great. The fights are brilliant. The tension is cool. And when the um, Christmas Princess, uh, the whole kidnapping, of the, the framing of Batman, it's, it's great. I, I really like this film and this for me is definitely a, uh, uh, an alternative Christmas movie, if not a Christmas movie.
1: Okay, um, <clears throat> I'm, out, I'm out of order, but um, so Matt, Batman Returns, do
5: you know what, I, I've is only it? ever seen this film once, Okay. Um, yeah in the cinema, I've never, I never watched it. Again, after that, um, I don't know why, um, I'm going to, I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to recuse myself and say, I haven't seen it, um, nearly enough to, to comment on whether, um, I would consider it to be put on the list. Um, yeah, uh, no, that for me, I can't, I can't say yes to that. Chris. Uh.
3: This is a, a great nomination John, uh, it's my number three, um, I love this film, uh, As I, I totally agree with all your sentiments, it's the most Tim Burton, uh, it's, the, it's the most gothic, um, yeah the biggest budget to play with, um, it's a fantastic cast, uh, uh, yeah I, I love this film, um, So yes for me.
2: Okay Rob, Batman Returns? Do you like a bit of Dan DeVito as Penguin he was amazing <laughs> this is my favorite of all the Batman movies I think it's just okay superb I agree what a brilliant cast fantastic the characterizations the costumes the storyline it's just brilliant I love it yeah it's a definite yes for me okay Batman Returns has made this list now I have to admit
1: I didn't think of this film when i was making the list so that's my bad but batman returns is great so mm. i probably would have said yes even though i didn't submit it as one of my options which means that we're now like to 31 <laughs> films or something i don't know because no, it would have already been there but yeah um yeah i would completely forgotten um so yeah i'm happy with it being there so uh make that four john um okay so we're around to me um We've taken Die Hard off the field, Chris. So um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a comedy, um, and I'm going to go for a comedy about a pair of brothers who own a brokerage firm in New York, and they decide one year that they need to have. They need to play with their employees, and they need something, some meaning in their life. So they decide. To see if they could destroy one man's life, and they could, <laughs> they could take somebody who has very little and give him everything. Uh, I'm nominating Trading Places. I think Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd are absolutely brilliant in this movie. Um, I think Dan Aykroyd is perfect playing playing this character that just Lewis Winthorpe the Third who uh who who has just been taken down by these two gentlemen framed his life turned upside down lost his home lost his um uh job lost his relationship with his fiance, and they've given everything to billy ray valentine played by um <laughs> played by eddie murphy um there was a very very young um jamie lee curtis in this movie i believe it was one of her very first roles it wasn't her first role but it was it was not long after halloween um and i think the cast come together brilliantly it's hilarious it is definitely a christmas movie for me um and it's up there as one of the best alternative christmases so rob trading places
2: i have to um steal a a phrase of of one of my friends who quoted many many years ago they said that Christmas officially starts when you see Dan Aykroyd eating a fish through a beard and I couldn't agree more I think you know the particular scene (laughs) I'm talking about where he he goes on a bit of a without too much of a spoiler he goes on a bit of a meltdown I I love this film I think it's just it's one of the best comedies of all time Um, yeah there's one particular scene that's not politically correct by today's you know by any standards on the train but that's at least one <laughs> at least one yeah i mean but that's the one that one particular one i won't mean but you know i won't refer to but any further but aside from that it's just it's hilarious it's so clever it's so funny brilliant performances it's christmas through and through it's great yeah it's a definitely yes from me nice one john
4: trading places uh, yeah trading places um I I yeah I like this film um it's uh, it's kind of right up there we're coming to America actually um again John Landis yes again it's uh um Eddie Murphy um but it, it it's it kind of cruises on everybody's um uh goodwill and I, I like it. I mean, it's, it's it's nice to see Dan Aykroyd going from really, really cle- squeaky clean and moneyed right down into the gutter, and then having 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 to deal with J- Jamie Lee Curtis, and then go, and then uh, Billy Ray, uh, Dan, um, Annie Murphy uh, going the other way and um, just get getting the chance, um, even even to the point where in coming coming to America. Uh, pr- uh the prince is out on a date he ends up giving money giving money to two bums and it's uh the two guys from the end of this um the two old guys um yeah uh yes this is actually a good this is a good choice for me nice one trading places has made the list matt do you like trading places
5: yeah that is um that's one of the three that i watched is diehards um place trades and automobiles and trading places as uh as Rob said, Christmas doesn't start until you watch these movies. Um, and that scene he's talking about is brilliant. I just, I crease myself up every time <laughs> yeah. I see that. And the dog, yeah. the dog so disgusted by him that the dog pees on it, it's just so it's so <laughs> yeah. funny, yeah. It's so funny. Brilliant. And um, yeah. the remarkable thing is, is um, at the end, the denouement of it all, which I won't spoil but um, when they're on the, the the trading floor at the end um, having no experience with stocks and shares or, or trading at all I was really intrigued last time I saw it how it actually happened and what the, the shorting of the stock and stuff and it's fascinating if you look at others there's quite a lot of information on the internet about how accurate what they did um, on the film and how it was scripted and how the, how the plot played out that it's actually to to the money almost exactly as as it was scripted as it would happen in real life if they'd have done it um and it's just fascinating so so whoever was was writing that script they got a very good researcher to come in and, and make sure that that was all tip top. um a brilliant denim elliot brilliant uh, eddie murphy dan Ackroyd's never oh, yeah. Well, I, I want to say he's never been better. Yeah. He he has been great in a lot of things, but for me in this, he just he plays the up and down, the posh to the to the to the to the gutter in such a great way. And uh, uh, Eddie Murphy was sailing, sailing on his uh, on his uh, high rise, on his star upwards from from, from what was it forty eight hours before this, and then this movie just catapulted him into huge stardom. Um, uh, he's never been never been better. I mean, his films in the eighties were, were amazing um and this is one of the best films from the 80s from 1983 early on but one of the best best comedies of the 80s and um i remember watching it with my dad and i must have only been about 11 uh it's one of my dad's favorite movies and um yeah the scenes with jamie lee curtis he would always like nudge me and wink and go there's a good scene coming up Um, i'd be like okay cheers dad brilliant love it it's
1: it's gotta go on it, it, it has made it on there, Chris. Would have you said a yes to Trading Places?
3: Hey, it's my uh, number seven, uh, so I'm, okay. I'm happy with it going on. Uh, I think it's a great film. Um, that scene that Rob mentions with uh, Dan Aykroyd uh, stuffing his yeah. pockets, dressed as Santa, uh, <laughs> stuffing his pockets full of food, and uh, yeah, I, it's great. Um, and yes, the potentially my sexual awakening with Jamie Lee Curtis there, <laughs> um, yeah. and it's. It, I mean, thinking about it seriously, it's a great film. Uh, it's a great look at class divide and race divide, and yeah, and so. then turning it on its head. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, it's a great film.
5: It is.
4: Right, well I, I actually just after... I just remembered I looked, I love the bit where um uh he he tries to commit suicide. And he, he, <laughs> he, he, he the gun he's been using to threaten everybody with, he goes to shoot himself. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. go off, he throws it away, it goes off and shoots the shoots yeah. a window. <laughs> yeah.
5: So it yeah. is uh, little
1: touch isn't it so good. <laughs> so after one round we have three films on our list so far we've got die hard batman returns and trading places so rob we're back round to you mate what have you got for your second num
2: right it's another john hughes film no it's not it's not it's not i'm joking Uh, (laughs) uh right i've gone soppy for this film so i think you may already have an idea which one i'm going for Um, But I love it for its soppiness and lots of different interwoven stories that all seem to merge and combine towards the end of the movie. Um, It's Love Actually. I love this film. I think it's brilliant. I think it's funny, it's sweet, it's charming. Um, Great cast. It's, It's just a... lovely film it's a nice film yes there's a there's one particular bit which is a bit creepy I think we know which bit on the on the doorstep with the cards that's a bit a bit bit of a creepy moment but aside from that love this film it's great nice one
1: nice one Uh, Matt do you love (laughs) love actually (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a we in... off the cuff. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This wouldn't be. I know everyone says oh, it's a Christmas Christmas movie. It's Christmas. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, it's my least favorite of the Richard Curtis um, scripted movies. Um, I know he directed this one as well. Um, again, I've only ever seen this once. Um, i'm married it was all right it was all right i don't i don't know am i a heartless heartless bastard am i my christmas grump what, what's going on I'm, I, I think that might be it the, i think the, the grinch the grinch i must be the grinch <laughs> i don't i don't know uh maybe i need to see it again or, or i'm just like uh, really kind of like i just don't believe in love or something i don't know i no that's a no okay sorry
1: Okay. I I I'm going all out okay. of order today and I'm going with me next, Rob, because I'm gonna say hundred percent yes. I think this is Richard Curtis's best movie to completely counter Matt there. Um this is my most enjoyable mm. scripted Cur- Richard Curtis movie. I think um all of the characters come together really well. Um there mm. there's there's characters that you really love in this movie and there's characters that you really hate in this movie um alan rickman has popped up again and his character does not come off well in this movie um so uh, he's a bad boy i I think he is he is um i think that the movie sings all the way through i think i i i think it's a brilliant christmas movie um I, i love the end um yeah for me it's a definite yes
4: uh for this list uh john um i i think that there i think he i think richard curtis threw enough at the movie for it to just get by in the good books and if i mean there are some very interesting stories in it and there are some really great performances emma thompson in particular um uh, laura linney is is a great one mm-hmm. um, yeah um but fantastic. then you have chris but then you have Chris Marshall who uh, is just the weirdest story I I, it's it's almost it's almost like he came up he he came up with so many different ideas and then couldn't quite tie them all together so he threw so he threw them all in a film I I don't know I don't know why he did it to himself to be fair because there are there are certain strands in here that if he actually develops a longer film uh, a better film concentrating on those it would have been brilliant um uh, and it would have still been funny I, I love the um the Liam Neeson and his uh, stepson uh relationship yeah. where it, the yeah. whole running through the airport at the end that is that's actually mm. uh, quite that's that's really cool but there are just some really cringeworthy moments in it as well
2: which don't quite work so oh there are i i agree with you there oh! are some cringy moments i'll
4: give it up i it, it it's kind of, it's kind of lower it's on my still list still
2: christmas
4: it is in fact the whole point the whole point is it's the run-up to christmas uh i think not seven of the days before christmas and uh, billy's record um so christmas is all around john <laughs> it is um yeah go on why not i think th- I, th- I think i think there's a i think there is a good enough case to be able to argue that one so nice one
1: uh so there's three votes so
4: it's got on the list chris would have you said less yes
1: to love Yay. actually
3: no i would not <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> why don't you like it chris i just i just need to know what's what's wrong with it <laughs>
3: it's uh it's too schmaltzy uh and exactly it's the a bit disjointed for me um and i don't like some of the story strands okay okay also well, uh, uh, the, um emma thompson uh emma thompson's character absolutely heartbreaking is, uh, oh it was heartbreaking yes, yeah uh, yeah devastating um what happens to her
4: but so is laura linney's character i mean yeah to be fair to be fair to the film it does kind of pull from every almost every kind of walk of life there could have been uh most most of them most of them being middle white uh middle class upwards um but most but they it does actually have a fair reflection of the sort of situations that could be going on in your neighbor's house at this moment in time apart from the prime minister Absolutely. coming around and knocking on your door Get so a, so to a certain to extent that happens
3: all the time asking you out yeah. yeah
4: well yeah i can <laughs> I kind, can kind of see you... that happening but
3: i mean that,
1: that is a little bit plausible <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway, it. it's made it. I'm glad it's made it. I made it, <laughs> had a little bit of pressure, in, but it has made it. <laughs> so love actually <laughs> <Anthony laughs> made the list. Excellent. So Matt, what have you got for your second nomination?
5: Mm. Well, 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 I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for, oh, I don't know uh i'm gonna go (laughs) um um, i'm gonna go for gremlins let's go for gremlins i like gremlins let's put gremlins on the list i think it's a brilliant movie um uh, it's a christmas movie it's christmas time um it's one of those movies that i grew up with um i love dearly i hold a special place in my heart very nostalgic obviously it's a big pull for anyone in in what we're doing, you know, we're talking about things that we've seen, loves that we've had in movies, and for me, you know, I I, I do watch this. You know, I try and watch this every year. I, whenever it's on television, I'll try and I'll try and watch it. Um, I can't wait for my twelve year old might be able to. Yeah, I think so. She'd probably be fine with it now. Um, so that you know that this year I might sit down and try and watch it with her. Um, Everyone knows Gremlins, everyone knows Mogwai, everyone knows the rules uh, uh, of the Mogwai, you know. Um, I I loved that, they were so cute. Um, I loved the idyllic um, Steven Spielberg kind of setting, even though it's only produced by him. Um, Great, great story, it's that kind of uh, evil Evil. Uh, what would you say? The, the the monster in the cupboard, the monster in the closet is playing with all those fears that you have as a kid, especially in the 80s with all the Cold War stuff that was going on. There's a lot of that kind of Cold War stuff going on in there. And you know, if you read between the lines. Um, it's great. Very funny as well. Very funny. And spawned a very funny underrated sequel as well, which people should try and check out. Um, I don't know why that's not more popular. Um, Brilliant film, uh, special effects. Um, I'm not sure who they were. Um, was it Stan Winston? It might have been Stan Winston. It usually is around those times. Um, brilliant, brilliant special effects. The puppetry, the artistry, and it's wonderful. The location work. Um, I think a lot of it was filmed on the back lot. Um, but yeah, it's got pace. It's got style. It's got heart. It's got character. Um, and i love the bathroom buddy i mean he doesn't he didn't want a bathroom buddy a lot uh, you know he didn't want that that <laughs> little square thing with the toothbrush and the razor and the squirty shaving <laughs> foam um brilliant loved it um and hopefully for 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 this list i can f- finally get one on <laughs> <laughs> okey doke uh john
1: gremlin's making it on uh
4: yes i um this is this is probably my first scary christmas film um where where people are you you can this was around at the t- about the time where um it was the birth of vhs so and i remember that um the the christmas this came out on vhs my family were watching it down one end of the room and i was programming Z, zx spectrum up the other um
1: of
4: course you were john of course you were <laughs> well yes i was. well it was it love it. it was the only I way it. i was going to play a game on it um um no jet set willy mate um um but yeah no it was it was um uh yeah and it really actually really scared me i actually see some of the tension in it uh some of the tensions in it were actually quite quite scary um and um uh phoebe cates's story about her father has gone down oh, in infamy. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but the old lady who whose uh stair lift gets uh tampered with and um the attack the oh, ju- oh, just a yeah, bit yeah. in the cinema at the yeah. end <laughs> it, the bit in the cinema is uh all the Snow comedy wife, you really, yeah, Snow
5: Snow White, White, yeah. There, yeah. And,
4: oh, and drink drinking in the pub as well. Um, that, yeah, um, yeah, and my oh, and maybe. my and my uh, co- my cousin was actually very good at doing the uh, Mogwai song, which I'm not going to do here. <laughs> um, so yeah, go, no, on. Th- this, this, go on, this one, Britain. this one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, my voice is way too deep for that now. I don't, I don't have the falsetto for that one. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 th- I like this one. I like Joe Dante films, and I think this is probably one of his best. So yeah. Cool. That's two votes. Chris, Gremlins going on this list.
3: <laughs> I remember it. Um, wow, <laughs> man, can we give <laughs> him a yeah, clap for mine. that?
5: We've got to play out with that, we've got to play out with that, fantastic, well done. He did that, and he <laughs> hasn't it in the film,
2: but how did you...
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh And uh, yeah, I totally agree with all the sentiments, Matt, it's a fantastic film, um, and yeah, it's mm. probably one of my first kind of scary films that I watched when I was probably a bit too young. Um, but what a year to to come out! Uh, Nineteen eighty four, uh, Ghostbusters, Terminator, Never-Ending Story, Karate mm. Kids, uh, for yeah, um, uh, amazing year for film, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a great great film and a great sequel. I uh, I had a, a post sequel poster on my on my great. wall for years
5: yeah the new batch the new batch yeah, yeah. the new Uh yeah, bat- um, yeah, it's, it? it's scripted by chris columbus wasn't it scripted by chris columbus um yeah uh... goonies and um mr harry potter and all that lot um yeah it's good movie. it wasn't stan winston by the way it was some some other chap who did um special effects i can't i can't leave it without saying um they were designed by chris wallace sorry if someone's watching i don't want to give kudos to somebody who didn't do it so there you go Yeah. <laughs> Well, Corey, it's, Corey made, Corey it's
3: made. It's made the list.
5: Uh, film role. <laughs> it was. It was. Well, he's so young in that, isn't he? He's really, really. And then, well, really, didn't he, like, get, yeah. Didn't he didn't go on to this. The Lost was it? The Lost Boys? No, no. it was Goonies after that, wasn't it? Yeah, and like then Lost Boys
1: after, that, after Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob, would Gremlins made it for you?
2: It's there anyway. Now, now it's funny because I, I have not seen Gremlins since I saw it at the cinema back in. When it was first released but i <clears throat> i don't remember a lot of it that's obviously a long time ago showing my age but i loved it i, I laughed all the way through i was very entertained so yeah a, a very quick yes
1: nice one um I, I i probably would have said yes but it was on the bottom, bottom lower end of my list only because i love gremlins too i love it more than the first one more than, more Gremlin, than gremlins one? Wow. 2 isn't a christmas it. film it's close it but isn't. it's not a christmas film so, so, so but it's not so so obviously it can't go on this list but i i think that because i love the second one more than i love the first one it kind of knocked my <laughs> my appreciation of the first one i don't know if that makes any kind of sense so it it, it, it was like i i so i'm i was i probably would have said yes anyway so yeah it was uh it it's it's definitely definitely a quality non-traditional christmas
5: movie so gremlins has do, made the list There, I, I think I, thank god finally i've got something on there do you know what i think if we <laughs> ever did a did a uh, like a, an underrated movie list i think gremlins 2 the new, new batch would get on there it's, it's a really good movie oh, it, it is really, really it's, good. Pure, good. Comedy. Yeah, it's, just it's pure comedy Yes, really it's pure comedy it,
4: it's
5: great
2: no. it was so funny so uh so
4: we've
1: got five films believe it or not die hard Batman Returns, Trading Places, Love Actually, and Gremlins. So, Chris, you got number six?
3: OK, um, I had uh, three Tim Burton films on my top five. Three. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my number four uh, is Edward Scissorhands. Um, I didn't do a rewatch for this one, um, so just going off memory, um, this is about um, an inventor uh, played by uh, Vincent Price, his last film role, um, and he creates a man question mark robot, um, automaton uh, played by Johnny Depp, um, and uh, he gives him scissors hands and uh it's a very tim burton film it's very gothic um I th- I, is it his first big film was that is that
4: right that was his first one or was it after well the, it, it came after batman and beetlejuice
3: yeah oh oh Beetlejuice is for of course so of course yeah.
4: um yeah
3: uh, and uh, Vincent Price, his, his dad, uh, dies um, and then uh, Winona Ryder's character finds him in this abandoned mansion and she kind of takes him out of there because he's just sat doing nothing. And he is integrated into uh, 50s suburbia um, and uh, it's, it's a story about how to fit in it's uh, very kitsch, it's very funny, also very dark, um, it's it's great, uh, it's perfect, classic Tim Burton, Johnny Depp's amazing in it, Winona Ryder's fantastic, His, um production design's top, yeah, I love it, really good film.
1: Okay, so Rob, Edwards is a non-traditional christmas
2: well i've not seen this film for a long time i need to watch it again but i remember that i i loved it i mean i love tim burton films anyway I'm i'm a huge tim burton fan um in fact i watched Beetlejuice. it was on tv again just the other week and i laughed my socks off um yeah i love this film i think it's brilliant um i must admit i didn't recall it being any or having any reference to christmas um so oh i'm I'm a bit torn as to whether i can wholeheartedly say yes for it going on the list um but i'm gonna say yes because i loved it so if that's allowed
1: okay yeah um i'm gonna jump in next and i'm gonna say no for the very reason that you've just said because it did not jump out as me, as a Christmas movie, and it hasn't done. Now that doesn't, for me, doesn't detract from its quality, it is a very good film, and I remember, I'm pretty certain I went to the cinema to see this, at a relatively young age, um, and uh, enjoying it, but for me, it just doesn't jump out as a Christmas movie, um, and maybe that's because it's been so long since I've seen it and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it just, it, just I, it, it doesn't evoke any Christmas nostalgia or feelings for me. So for that, it didn't make my list of non-traditional Christmases. So I'm afraid it's a no from me. So Matt, what about you?
5: Oh, again, this this is a tough one, isn't it? This is a tough one. Um... I I see it as a Christmas movie, but very much like Plains Trains and Automobiles, I just I don't think it has enough of that Christmas spirit. I don't think it has enough of that Christmas feel to it. I don't think there's any references at all to Christmas in it. It's just got that um Sensuousness, that kind of uh, um, glittery fairy kind of you know that goodness that you get from Christmas that kind of everything's going to be alright and you're enveloped in this beautiful soft blanket kind of feeling that's what you get although it's got all these Tim Burton gothic elements to it and it's it's you know it's slightly scary in places it's a little bit creepy in places it's a little bit gory in places but it has that kind of Christmas d just got, got a feeling about it hasn't it um, and I think that's what people associate Edward Cezanne's with Christmas, alternative Christmas movies. Um, as Paul said, yes, it shouldn't distract from how magnificent this film is. And I, I do personally think this is, I've got three top three Tim Burton film films, and this is in there. Um, but I just, for that reason that it's just not Christmassy enough, I can't put it on cause I didn't do it with the plane, trains and automobiles. And I love this movie to death and it's on my top 10 or top 12 list here but I just, yeah, I think it's not Christmassy enough. Um, That's being a real stickler because we've only got two places left. Sorry, two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: so... Fair enough. John, it's come down to you. Two and two, you get to
4: decide. Uh, Unfortunately, it's going to be a no because apart from the fact that he does ice sculptures and the magical realism that Tim Burton brings to it, i it it doesn't feel like christmas to me it's not it's um it it, it, it it's too sunny and bright and i, I just no. Um it's it, it's a no from me so okay unfortunately not so edward scissorhands doesn't make it onto
1: this list so john we're around to you what have you got for second nom
4: Oh okay. Um I'm gonna go with an old classic. Um Ooh. it is Ooh. in the diehard vein. Ooh. And I can't quite remember <laughs> if it if it came before die hard or after. Uh um, you too old for this, it's... John. <laughs> I'm very too old for this. <laughs> 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 It is Riggs, oh, I know. which is Motor. <laughs> oh. It it starts with Jingle Bell Rock. Um it's uh it, he he's watching Bugs Bunny uh, uh handing out wreaths um as he's trying to commit suicide. Um the Murtor's house is fully decorated, it's lethal weapon, it's um uh an action staple i'm not even i'm i don't know whether it was this or die hard which came first because this is kind of like the birth of the modern action film um the 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 kind of um the buddy buddy cop movies um the um one man against a a, in, in plausible plots um i and i i just i i like uh i like um mel gibson mel gibson i know he's out of fashion at the minute but his role his roles have actually been uh his early roles especially uh uh he's very good at playing the outsider and the slight nut job his character kind of goes off in the next three uh in the in the next three and maybe even the fifth one if it comes apparently it's on the horizon but um the uh, the fact that they um the police car comes crashing through the window uh, and uh mr joshua shoots up just as he says um it's goddamn christmas um it's got all the trappings it, it's the typical it's the t- typical shane black i have to write christmas into it i have to write this story at christmas christmas <laughs> film so yeah lethal weapon
1: okie dokie um i'm gonna say yes i i like die hard i like the lethal weapon it came out first during it was 1987 for uh lethal weapon die hard was it, uh, 1989 89. um hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah eighty nine. No, die no, Hard. Eighty seven. Eight, lethal. Weapon. Die Hard was eighty eight. No, eighty
1: eight.
2: Eighty eight. Die Hard.
4: Die hard lethal Weapon. Eighty nine. Hold on. No, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Eighty seven is Lethal Weapon. Eighty seven. The year before. The lethal Weapon two. So. I think was eighty nine,
2: ninety. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was only. Um, ge- I was only guessing the Lethal Weapon was earlier, based on Mel Gibson's mullet. Yes. <laughs> He's thinking of like '80s mullets but, and what have you. Yeah, he says with, I, with, I, with, I, with I, the I, sort of I, mullet himself, I, with with, with, I, with some I, irony. I, but... is is
1: is not in a uh, is not in favour at the moment. But um, but back no. then. He, he he was he was a movie star um he, he's he's still in favor in terms of directing he's still and, in uh, favor he's
5: fine he's
1: fine yeah we always separate art from artist in in this podcast um and um in terms of what he makes um in terms of behind the camera and front of the camera he's brilliant and he was brilliant in this um and i think that *Leaf weapon is one of the, the best action movies ever made so um yeah um, I'm saying, yeah, it has the Christmas feels as well. Not not quite as much as Die Hard, but uh, definitely enough Christmas references in there to make this a non-traditional Christmas action movie. So, Rob,
2: what do you think? Um, again, I, I love this film. Um, there's another one I went to see when it first came out. Um, I like all the Lethal Weapon films, actually. Um, I think both Mel, and, uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover are just superb. Um, it's funny. I, I'd actually forgotten that there were Christmas references until I rewatched it, and was like ah. But it's a very entertaining film. It's brilliant. The, uh, the chemistry between the two of them is so good. The comedy, the action, storylines, and yeah, it makes reference to Christmas. So yes, it's a yes from me. Nice one, John. is on the list, Matt. Yay!
1: Non-traditional Christmas. <laughs>
5: Oh, you see, I would, I would definitely have put it on. Yeah, definitely. Would. I know we're getting down to the, um, the, the chaff at the bottom here, the chaff at the bottom of the list here, but, um, I would have put it on. I mean, it's a great movie. Um, Mel Gibson, you forget how much of a great actor he is. You know, uh, uh, having doing, <laughs> acting a lot of B movies, a lot of low budget movies at the moment, some good, some, some good, some bad. And yes, he is a bit de at the moment and uh, And he, he, you know, he's got his problems. Fair enough. But he was a great, he is a great actor um, and a great director as well. And, um, you know, Richard Donner, bless him. We've spoken about Richard Donner quite a few times on, on this podcast. You know, he, he, his movie seems to pop up quite often, um, and scripted by shane black fantastic i love the opening it's kind of got this you know what's going to happen and there's huge you know the girl jumping off the top of the i don't want to spoil it but anyway he he buys a christmas tree isn't it doesn't he buy a? he literally buys a christmas tree and, and it set well, it is a, it's it's a drug sale
4: in a, in a in a christmas tree
5: lot. in a christmas tree yeah that's it that's it. Yeah. Um, it it is a very good movie now can someone tell me is this the movie where um danny glover is stuck on the toilet with the bomb on the toilet, no, or is it the second that's one? Two. That's no, the second one. Yeah. Right. See, I prefer the second one over the first one, but there's no. Obviously, it's no nothing to do with Christmas in the second one, but um yeah, it's got to go on. Love it. Very, very good. And and like, uh, like Rob, I, I like uh, all the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah, I um, think even even the fourth one serious. with Jet, Jet lee I, I mm, quite like mm, that one mm, as well. Mm, yeah, they're good. They're good. Mm. Yeah.
3: So yes,
1: yes, Chris, it's got four votes. Would it have been five?
3: Uh, I'm pleading uh, diplomatic immunity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of the
3: best. <laughs> one of the best lines from Number Two. <laughs> um, I. It's it's a good film. I I think there are better films to go on, but um, yeah, it doesn't it's on. And uh, incidentally, on. you're right. I apologise. 1987. If you Google Lethal Weapon, it Google says 1989
5: figure
3: wow. google got it
1: wrong wow. google got it wrong i i i i databased it and uh yeah they, they gave me the 87. um so it's round to me and i'm i'm really torn because the movie i I'm, the movie that i think i'm going to nominate um i, I know i i'm probably gonna get some flack for um but i don't care because i thought it was brilliant um and I wasn't the only one who thought it was brilliant because it won Best Picture at the Academy Awards of the year that it came out. Um, and it won Best Supporting Actor for Mahershala Ali. Um, I think Green Book is outstanding. Um, I can't believe it came from a director who is renowned for his comedy work. Um, and telling the story of these, these two guys touring the South, they have nothing in common and find out that they have so much in common through this road trip um, i think and it is an alternative christmas movie the movie is about him eventually trying to get home for christmas um it has all of those christmas family feels towards the end of this film yeah. um I, I i i i know that it has its critics um, and I can't really speak to that, I can only speak to how I, how I felt when I watched the movie, and that was that it blew me away. Um, I think it is a brilliant movie, I think it deserved its best picture when the year that it came out, and I think it's a film that you would definitely appreciate more watching at Christmas time. So, my nomination is actually Green Book. Rob? Do you like Greenfoot? Mm.
2: It's funny because, uh, again, it was another film that I completely overlooked that um, to put on my list of, you know, that we were trying to compile for non-traditional Christmas movies. Um, and so, yeah, I'd forgotten that it makes a lot of Christmas references. And as you correctly said, you know, they're effectively trying to get home for Christmas. But, yeah, I love this film. I've, it's, it's brilliant. It's just such a good film. Um, like you said, it, you know, had its critics, you know, it's all subjective at the end of the day, but I just thought that the performances from the two leads were just superb, just such a good film, very engaging. Um, you know, never a slow moment in the film. It was just constantly edge of the seat stuff. Really, really good storyline. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yeah, Nice one, nice one, Matt.
5: Green Book. No, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really have a particular reason. I'll be honest. Um, I don't. I, I've only ever seen it once. Um, I couldn't remember the Christmassy references that you're on about. Um, I, I remember enjoying it a lot. I think Vigo Mortensen is brilliant in this. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie not sure i would have said it should have won the best picture i don't think it was the best picture um uh, um when it should have been the best picture winner for that year um having seen roma um a star is born and and vice 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 was a brilliant movie that year i think that should have won to be honest mm. um but yeah it's a great movie but i just don't get the christmassy stuff from it Again, it's another one, I mean, and I'll be honest. I've been honest. It's another one that I do, I did enjoy, but I just, I, I just, I've only ever seen it once, and I can't really say that it would leap up there. Uh, I haven't got it on my list, and you know, there's a few others there that, that I think might might deserve a better place for the last spot.
1: Okay, uh, Chris, did you enjoy Green Book?
3: I did enjoy Green Book. I think it's a very good film, uh, but I agree with Matt. Um, I don't find it uh, a Christmas film and um, one of the things that I kind of based my list on was films that I would want to watch around Christmas uh, and Green Book wouldn't be one of them so it's a no for me.
1: Okay. John?
3: You
1: Um, get to decide. You're not
4: gonna... well... You're not going to get any flack from me, but unfortunately, I haven't seen it. Oh, so, well, uh, watching this Christmas, with. <laughs> I'm making a list. I'm checking it
2: twice. After, after the so, speech on Christmas Day.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So unfor- uh, unfortunately, no, I'll have to stand uh, down for that one. Okay.
1: All right. So Green so this doesn't is- make it.
4: So No, it's all right. We've
1: made... <laughs> Six films from our first ten. We got one more spot. Uh, Rob, you're in this week. Oh. Can you give us the last oh, one? Oh my
2: goodness! Oh my god! And... Right. Um. Oh. Oh. What have you stuff, got left? What, what you got left? Because a lot, lot of the um, the ones that are on my list have already been mentioned. Um. That's. That's oh, good. This, <laughs> this is, yeah. 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 Um. I mean, I could, uh, I could go for that one, but it's so tenuous. So I'm not sure any of you would have seen this this choice that I could go for, so I will probably pass on that one. All um, oh, right, I'm going to. Don't go forget, for, you can I'm mention, go you can heart. mention these later. Okay, I, I will mention it later, then I'll park that one for later. All right, I'm going yeah, to Breakfast go. Yeah, Breakfast Club doesn't count. <laughs> they were into. De- they were into. I in championed that. I Probably. Champion. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I am going to go for Die Hard Two.
4: Die nice. Harder. you die
2: got to die harder. harder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it feels even more Christmasy because it's snowing. It's as simple as that, I, 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 <laughs> love, this, I love this film because it's, and, I know, it's as simple, like certain films can just have a little element that can just make it feel like it's Christmas and that for me... Uh, Rob, sorry, to, to, Christmas. to, to, to no. interject, yeah.
3: and th- this is not your tenuous one. <laughs> this is not my tenuous one, <laughs> I've got an even more tenuous <laughs> one. Yeah
4: oh god it's okay
2: great, it's great, <laughs> okay it's great no sequel. no if i expand upon it it's a great sequel i think it's a great story uh i'm quite nerdy and i like aviation as well so um I, I just found it a very fascinating story uh of course i can't i don't want to do any spoilers for people who might not have seen it um but yeah it's set around christmas and it's snowing so die hard 2 yeah is my next nomination okay okay
1: uh matt die hard 2 die harder is it a non-traditional christmas movie
5: (sighs) it's a stretch isn't it it's a stretch i think probably i think i think probably probably there's another one floating around there and i'm not just speaking about me i I probably don't have it because i've got random pile of old nonsense there um but um, <laughs> there, there may be some other one i just don't see it it's a great movie i love i love it, I love it. I, I, you know the first three Die Hard movies are really good um there i are. enjoy them immense immensely uh, and this one especially it's longer um they seem to have had a bigger budget um i i enjoy the the, uh, the airport um setting um i was a big fan of the airport movies or airplane not airplane well yeah the airplane comedies also do you ever remember the airport movies i i, can't, I, don't, yeah. I don't even know if they, they were their names but the planes like literally yeah. crashed i mean that's what
2: yeah yeah were. airport 77 i love disaster movies 79. Yeah, from the from
5: yeah. the 70s you know just like no, die hard well, the, was a, a throat throwback to the towering inferno another great yeah. another great 70s disaster oh, movie yeah fantastic movie um uh, and so this is a throwback to those kind of airport disaster movies and uh, yeah it's, it's 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 such good fun you've got William Sadler playing the um is he a colonel he's a colonel and he? he's a colonel yeah. um and he he's is, like yeah. he's he's making me think of like Colonel Kurtz from from Apocalypse Now he's got that kind of nutty feel about him he's like and also the um the character that what's his name played in um um Jerry Bruckheimer's movie <laughs> that we spoke about The Rock What's his name ed harris you know yeah. he's got that kind of
0: yes i must
5: you know obviously ed harris's character had a, had a reason for for what he was doing whereas whereas william sadler eh, not so much in this movie um but yeah it's great and i see where where rob's coming from it, it's got that christmassy feel lots of snow lots of skidoos. lots of skidoos. um <laughs> and some great explosions some great action sequences um yeah, and it's a very, very good ending as well. Very good ending, and good comedy mm. as always, which is what you need in in good action movies. Is some good comedy. Uh, yeah, agreed, agreed. But mm-hmm. that's a no. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 sorry, I never said that. I said it's a no. It's a no. What? It's a no. I love. <laughs> I love that it. it's a no for me. Sorry, I I never, I never said. Uh, <laughs> it's I, a no. I, I
1: love. I love Die Hard too as well, and I think the only reason I didn't mention it because it is set at christmas i'm not going nuts am i it is set at christmas yeah he's picking up holly to take her home
4: take her to yeah um, take her her home for
1: christmas
5: for christmas
1: for christmas Uh, he's there at he's he's there at the airport picking her up for christmas
5: somebody's looking i'm
1: pretty certain that that is the (laughs) i I thought it was new year's eve
4: no no it's it's for christmas i'm sure i'm sure christmas eve i
1: it is christmas eve yeah so like yeah. it is it definitely falls <laughs> yeah. into this and i do love me some die hard too as well as the original die hard
5: um it's not as synonymous not, with christmas Day Is the first one is it
1: it, it it's not no, a, if a, at I think all. That's just because the chris the first one is is a christmas movie um and that's what people just have the argument about and that the second movie isn't the first movie it isn't as good it's still a really good action movie um with yeah. some great Paul, company. there must be um, others that you
5: have. I'm sure you've got others on your list i know, you I've got, I've got, about,
1: I've got my, my, my top seven had four Shane Black movies in it. So, um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I had four Shane Black movies in my top seven um, and Die Hard 2 wasn't one of them. So Rob, I'm going to say no just because of that, because there's two other Shane Black movies that um, are very Christmassy that
2: I would have <laughs> okay. said yes to. <laughs> So, um, I mean, Chris? Go, going to the snow reference, I I, I could have chosen uh, Empire Strikes Back just because of the uh, you know the snow snow <laughs> planet of Hoth. so that looks like Christmas, <laughs> but. And you uh, thought yeah. it smelled bad on the outside? Extremely tight. Yeah,
5: yeah. no, no. yeah, that's where, that's where Santa comes from. Santa comes from there. Yeah. Come <laughs> to plan yeah. it off and Chris, we'll covering, in his slow speeder twelve tons. We'll be covering
3: life day another time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob, Sorry. <laughs> we will. We will.
1: <laughs> um, die Hard Two, Chris.
3: Uh, I, I'm sorry, Rob. Your your nomination has come at the wrong place at the wrong time um it's a no for me okay Mm
1: -hmm. uh so it hasn't made it john would have you said yes to die hard 2 Uh,
4: no i wouldn't have actually um yeah it uh, yes it's in it's set in an airport at christmas but uh i just as as part of as part of a trilogy rewatch in fact i like all four of them actually um, yeah, I don't We're mind not. four. No. Five is one of the worst like movies four. I've ever seen.
5: Just remind me what yeah, yeah, like, four is. This is the problem it's for the one where the guy's in the, the lorry and he's he's the cyber one, yeah. Yeah, the cyber yeah, one, the one yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The,
1: and that was right. dude, you so just five killed five a helicopter with a car. Awful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I ran out of bullets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, yes, so Rob, I'm sorry, Die Hard 2 hasn't made the list. So
2: oh, Matt, okay.
1: you're there, mate. Can you give oh, God, us the last one? Again. Go on. Yeah, go on. Who's after? Who's going go after on. me? He's
5: uh, after me, Paul? Chris. Oh, okay. Chris, Chris. Chris won't choose this one. See, I don't want to talk about I, 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 I... <laughs> Uh, i want to i want to nominate the one that i know that paul will agree that paul will agree on because i know, we both will, will we both enjoy it a lot but i can't really talk about it because i literally Tactical. I mm, no no oh,
0: <laughs>
5: oh is man. it in your top five has it been picked yet i'm gonna put a i'm gonna put i'm gonna nominate first foreign film that i think we were nominated for any oh, nice. top top five lists. I'm going to go, I'm going to go for, uh, ever, for ever. Rare, wow. rare, rare, yeah, yeah. Ever, ever rare, rare exports, um, from, I think 2010, it's a Finnish, Finnish film. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try and butcher the names of the actors in there, um, by trying to pronounce them correctly, but this is a, uh, an alternative telling of, uh, the story of Santa Claus's origins. Um. It's a grim fairy tale in the the style, not the style, but in the sense of Tim Burton. There's no Tim Burton style there, but it's actually filmed really beautifully, really beautifully, um, gorgeous sense of uh, style, beautiful um, film stock that they use, gorgeous lenses, beautifully directed, um, and it's a really grim tale. We're stuck in the in the the far north of Finland, right in there in the Arctic Circle. And you've got a dig going on, on what would be, as we would call um, a barrow in England, you know, a a large earthen mound, Uh, but this is more of a mountain. And there's a dig going on there um, by a uh, a corporation, a conglomerate, uh, um, a business conglomerate who who are digging through, the the ground um, as we learn to try and um, uh, excavate uh, something Um, and then we go further down to the bottom of this mountain and there is a family who are um, uh, their livelihood depends on the reindeer um, herding reindeer uh, um, I'm assuming slaughtering them for the meat um, as the um, I think it's the Sami people in, in Finland that they're they're generationally uh, related to, um, so everything is based for them around the economy of uh, um, uh, reindeer, especially in in the winter months. Um, and all these reindeer have been have been slaughtered, and no one knows why. Um, so we don't know whether it's wolves, or we don't know whether it's something else that's going on. Anyway, so I get down to it, and there's there's a there's a, a, a father and son who live alone um, in a, in a farm, um, and it's it's covered in snow and uh, he is uh, convinced that he knows what's going on this little boy and he, he and from what he's reading we we understand that he's he's uh, he's obsessed with with the true nature of santa claus this vicious and it turns out you see it all in in these these old books that he's reading these these illustrated books this vicious vicious santa claus he's not santa claus of of that we know who who is the father Christmas who comes and, and, and gives presents to to children around the globe. This Santa Claus is is a murderous son of a bitch. And he eats children. Um, uh, it's fan- fantastic. It's very short. It's very slight. It's, it's something new. I think it's underrated. I don't think a lot of people will have seen it. Um, it should be highlighted. And I think it's a future classic, to be honest. And the only thing that sets it back is the fact that it's in the Finnish language. And um, and for a lot of people, they won't watch it for that reason. They may watch it dubbed. I would advise against doing that. But if it means that you see the movie, then great, watch it dubbed. And I'm sure you can get it on some streaming services. Um, Uh, but it's a fabulous film and again i will say it's got a a brilliant ending and man is that the biggest explosion i've ever seen in my entire life at the end absolutely incredible it blows anything out of diehards out of the water this thing explodes i won't explain what it is but it explodes at the end and my god it's the biggest explosion you've ever seen it's a really really good movie strictly Um... for christmas but a really good movie
1: I, 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 I'm, I'm. I would have probably agreed with you with the other nomination, Matt. But I'm going to agree with you on this one as well. It's the seventh spot, and this is brilliant. Um, Rare exports. I remember reading about it when it came out, and I instantly wanted to see it. I saw it, and it's great. It is scary. It is, yeah. It's for me. That, that I know lots of people haven't seen it because it is a foreign language film, but it really should not put you off. Um, you should check this movie out. Um, this santa that eats children yes uh i'm saying
4: yes uh john you seen rear exports yes i have I, in fact i watched it last night um so um yeah cu- cu- curled up going to sleep watching uh uh e- evil evil santa's well in fact evil elves evil elves yeah. um attacking uh try, trying to bring santa back um i the i like this i actually watched this um on IMDb tv and they it, it, uh, threw in uh it was throwing in um adverts every so often but apart from that it, the language barrier didn't really do anything <laughs> for me I, I i'm used to watching some foreign language films anyway but um i actually really liked it and considering i was watching another film rather, of sort of the same idea but not quite i i think i actually prefer this one so yeah i'm, I'm gonna say yes i think i think uh, Last one i think this should be on the Matt,
1: rare exports has made the list and we have seven uh chris rare exports It was my number ten.
3: So I'm I'm okay with it going on.
1: Nice one. And Rob, Rare Exports, have you checked out this movie? Well
2: well, I'm I'm relieved that the vote doesn't come down to my choice because unfortunately I've not seen it. But it looks and sounds amazing, so it's I'm definitely gonna check it out
1: nice one nice one um so we have seven films guys we have die hard we have batman returns we have trading places we have love actually we have gremlins we have lethal weapon and we have rare exports um mm. let's go around and see if anything is missing from this list chris you would have been next in nominations um have you got
3: one two or three films that are missing from this list Quite a few of my films have not been mentioned, actually.
5: Okay. <laughs> uh, you, what we got there? Uh, no, 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 that wasn't that was snigger because I, I, there's about there's about six of mine that haven't been mentioned as well. That's why that's why I laughed.
3: Oh, okay, oh, okay, cool. Um, so uh, I, we we talked about um, a Nightmare Before Christmas for our um, classic Christmas one and i did not have it on my list for that because i do not see it as a classic christmas film i see it as an alternative gothic dark christmas slash halloween mm. film so that was my number five um but i don't think uh people would go with that one um also uh, national lampoon's christmas vacation we, we didn't, I didn't nominate that for the traditional one because it's not a family film, it's, it's a grown-up film, there's lots of swearing and adult humour um, and I think it's a fantastic Christmas film. I, I, my Christmas is not complete without watching that film uh the 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 problem so... is that this
1: is this is the crew that watched it for the john hughes podcast and very much <laughs> did not like it Chris ah uh, okay <laughs> much <right>. to Ollie's chagrin, <laughs> wasn't it he was he was very yes. Ollie was not happy oh, uh, the, oh,
4: this was his first show this was his first chance yeah. to get the national lampoons on the John Hughes. On John Hughes, <laughs> we had we had literally like yeah. all Aww. of them,
5: didn't we? We went through all of them.
1: <laughs> he nominated them all.
3: Um, yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah.
3: Anything uh, else? But the one that I want God. to flag the most. Well, Krampus is another one. Yeah, it's alright. It's good. Um, yeah, it's good. That was my number nine. Uh, but the one that I I think gets overlooked or or um, forgotten about uh is um uh, a film from 1974 uh four years before john carpenter invented the slasher film uh black christmas which is a uh fantastic horror slasher film uh where a serial killer stalks a sorority sor- sorority? sorority sorority house um, sorority just uh, sorority uh just uh, at the start of the holidays um and uh it's it's great it's very it's very low budget um uh very gritty dark um and yeah the the actual um original slasher film Mm.
1: okay there's three there um john anything missing for you
4: um a couple for me and um they're uh, they're both kind of well krampus yes i i i think krampus talking about rare exports krampus is kind of like uh, the same beastie uh and the same feels um two romantic ones um the holiday which i which i have a I have a pleasure for as opposed to a guilty pleasure for because I actually think it's a, a good role for Jack Black. Um I think Kate Winslet is always good in everything. Um uh, and it's a really sweet I think it's uh, is it Nora Ephron? Very really sweet Nora Ephron film. Yeah. And the other one being um Serendipity. John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Um uh Let Fate Decide um whether they should be together or not and it just so happens to be round about christmas time uh, and on his around his wedding uh, when it all comes uh, she she gets engaged just before and he's getting married a couple of days later and it all kicks off and fate intervenes i i, I think it's another sweet not over schmaltzy film and uh jeremy piven's actually rather good in it as well so yeah okay matt anything missing from
1: yours
5: um uh, yeah i i uh, i like um i'll let you talk about the other one paul when it comes around to you um the shame <laughs> black one I, I like in bruges uh i think that's uh that's a, a good movie set around christmas uh colin farrell brendan gleason um as a uh pair of um dodgy geezers um hitmen uh who are holding out in bruges um uh the titular title uh and uh the, the city and they are getting up to no good there and colin farrell's very bored and stuff happens and great great cameo by um uh, ralph fines ray fines um very well acted all around very funny very good it's a great movie you should tip um i love carol the movie carol uh Kate blanchett uh rooney Mara. I used to say Mara, but apparently I was looking up today and it's, it's Mayra. Um, a beautiful film, uh, two, uh, two women in the 1950s. And it, it straddles the Christmas season between 1951 and 1952. Uh, you've got an older woman, uh, who is struggling with her marriage. She's going through a divorce. She has a child. So this is Kate Blanchett. And you've got a young girl, Rooney Mara who is working in a, a, um, a department store and their eyes meet. And, uh, we know that there's, uh, in the 1950s that this, um, this kind of, uh, of relationship was, was frowned upon. Uh, it was in fact looked upon as, as immoral, illegal. Um, and it's a beautiful movie. It's Todd Haynes, the director. Um, it's gorgeous. It's immaculate. It's impeccably filmed. Uh, the score by Carter Burwell is, is just, it, it, it's so impressive. Um, uh, I love it. I think it's wonderful it's got one of the best endings possible you these kind of movies you don't think are going to have good endings um it's just it really does it, i love it i love it and I, I absolutely implore anyone to see this movie uh yes it's about uh, um, a couple who have um uh a relationship that is, is 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 so cruelly looked upon um, in the 1950s as, uh, as as immoral, and the struggles that they go through, and you've got Aruni Meera as as the young girl who, who's, who's trying to explore her first relationship. She doesn't know what's going on. She wants to to explore her feelings um uh, and you've got Kate blanchett who, who is being kept away from her daughter because of um, her husband's um knowledge of uh um, as they describe it uh, immoral acts and he takes his court uh, it's a beautiful movie please do watch it if you've not seen it um and I, I would like to say the children of men children of men i think that is an alternative nativity story um i think that is uh is, is, b- is basically um that's a great film about a film about a virgin birth i I think it is a retelling of the nativity story and um it's very tenuous link Uh, and and hopefully this movie will get onto some other lists because it is a phenomenal movie it's absolutely tremendous um so maybe we'll talk about that again in the future um yeah i'm going to stop there nice one rob anything we miss from you
2: um yeah my tenuous one extremely tenuous um, because it, the only really, the only reference to Christmas is in the title, but it's not really a, yeah, it's extremely tenuous. But I wanted to mention it because it is a, is a great movie. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. I don't know if any of you have seen it. Um, it's a tough watch I mean, because it's centred around a uh, uh, Japanese prisoner of war camp. Uh, it stars David Bowie and a phenomenal performance. Tom Conti as well. Uh, Ruichi Sakamoto Um, the soundtrack is um, done by Ruichi Sakamoto and I think David Sylvian from the band Japan Um, it's it's such a good film it's it's gripping it's depressing in places gritty but you know very realistic but it's yeah it's gold it's a great film but I think yeah as far as non-traditional Christmas movies go, it was extremely tenuous, so that's why I didn't put it forward as one of my nominations.
1: No worries. Um, My my three that I've missed, um, a film called Millions, a British film about a young boy who finds a suitcase full of million-pound notes. uh sorry full of pound notes (laughs) five pound notes ten pound notes um that were going out of circulation and um they are desp uh, uh, it's people who were stealing them and they were checking them off a train and a kid finds a suitcase full of money and it's trying to decide what to do with that money in and around christmas time um it's a beautiful british movie um i think everybody should check out millions if you haven't um and then my two shane black movies that haven't been mentioned uh, the first one um gina davis and samuel l jackson in the long kiss Goodnight. um i've loved this movie came out um I, it's, oh, it's it's just a, a fun action movie um gina davis um character has amnesia she's an assassin she can't remember who she is um and she's just living a life as a suburban mum and she gets spotted at christmas time playing mrs claus in the local family um christmas pageant and uh there's a great scene with her ice skating across a lake firing a gun Um, i think it's a it's definitely classes as a a, an alternative film to watch at christmas and uh that movie that um matt was going to mention i was going to mention i think is kiss kiss bang bang which I think is an absolutely wonderful film. It is completely underrated. It is yeah, a It is a great film. Whodunit, set at Christmas time, directed by Shane Black, um, who who is a man who loves Christmas. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Before he was Iron Man, um, wonderful turn from him. Valkyrie Moore, I think is an underrated gem of Hollywood, um, playing Gay Perry in this movie. He is... <laughs> absolutely brilliant um i think this is this was (laughs) i didn't mention it because although it is set at christmas time it is very adjacent to the story um but in terms of film quality i think this was the best film this is the best film that's been mentioned today in my opinion i think kiss kiss bang bang is absolutely brilliant and if you haven't seen kiss kiss bang bang you should watch it
5: It's massively underrated, massively underrated. I have
3: two honourable mentions which were not on my list, uh, which I would just like to remind people of, because I I wonder whether anyone was going to talk about any of these films. Uh, Passion of the Christ and Last Temptation of Christ.
5: Uh, I, I, I didn't even... yeah? but yeah that's right can I, can I say as well like in the same vein I, I i i put this to john i said the life of brian could have gone on there as well because yeah. graham Chapman's character was born right next door to yes. to, to the stable where jesus was yes. born you see? That's a great you so could, yes. could have had that. I yeah. could have had that as well, It's it all very good. Job. I love The Passion of the Christ. That, well, Temptation of the Christ, it it is. Christ is is a, is a tough watch. Mm. Uh, well, they both are actually, aren't Passions. they? <laughs> Just... Passions. Just passion. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. My Mel Gibson my mum.
4: Yeah. yeah. My mm. mom, uh, always regales us of the tale of my grandfather uh, making them making a watch of the four hour greatest story ever told uh just so we can see uh, john wayne at the end and we'll, uh say the last lines of the film and that's all he's in the film for and that's the only reason they watched the three and a half <laughs> four hour film so wow. yeah
1: <laughs> so. all right guys well th- there was a lot to choose from on this list but we ended up with seven we ended up with die hard batman returns trading places love actually gremlins lethal weapon and Rare Exports, they are our seven. We've got to lose two. Um, Chris, I think I know what it's going to be, but um, what goes for you?
3: Love, actually.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Rob? Oh, it's, it's tough. I, I, I would have to choose Rare Exports only because I've not seen it.
1: Fair enough.
5: Fair enough, Matt. Uh, for me, it's a toss-up between uh, uh, Batman and Love Actually. <laughs> so I try to, uh, I'm I'm going to get. I'm going to go for Love Actually. Because I'm Actually. a hard, hard soul. <laughs> <sighs> uh, John, uh,
4: I'm going to go for Love Actually as well. So, okay. Yeah, you kind of um, talked me into it
1: i did i really did um i i i i i know know that i did so um and i i I, I don't uh, i i honestly even though i hadn't and because i hadn't thought of it um before i probably would have said batman returns i'm afraid that would have been my vote so love actually has gone um i've gone for batman returns rob has gone for rare exports so, Chris, what have you
3: got? Uh, rare exports.
1: Rare exports.
5: Matt.
3: Um, um, um
5: yeah, Batman Returns. Uh, only because I mean, I, I love Tim Burton, and I'm, I'm. If I'd have seen it more, I've only ever seen it once in the cinema, and never watched it again. Um, so for me, that's got to go. i do love to john
4: um i'm gonna say trading places okay uh
1: i i I liked your honesty there john because you've done that but in actual fact you've got to choose between batman returns and rare exports because they have two votes each
4: oh god um in in that case unfortunately it's gonna be rare exports so rare exports with three votes has gone from
1: the list. So we do have our top five, which is, in no particular at the moment, Die Hard, Batman Returns, Trading Places, Gremlins, and Lethal Weapon. Um. John, myself, and Matt have voted. So, Chris, what have you got of those five?
3: Lethal Weapon. And Rob.
2: Oh, this is tough. Um yeah, lethal weapon as well.
1: Okay. So John You're doing this to me again. To you again mate. <laughs> <laughs> what is lethal it? Lethal weapon or bat lethal weapon or Batman returns at five. Uh, oh um You nominated them both. I
4: know. Ha! <laughs> but oh, I where are they think... on your list John <laughs> yeah um, tell think... us that no actually Batman Returns who's your is favorite child <laughs> show us your cards
3: oh
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Batman Returns was at number one so well, there you go oh, Batman Returns, so
4: yeah lethal it's going to be lethal weapon then.
1: So Lethal Weapon is our number five for this week. Wow, very honest of John. Um,
5: That's refreshing, very honest.
1: It was. Um, So Rob and Chris, um, your votes again. So Chris, what have you got?
3: Trading Places.
1: Trading Places. And Rob, what's left?
2: Um, Gremlins. Gremlins.
1: Um, so Rob, even though you've said Gremlins, you've got to choose between Trading Places and Batman Returns because you're the outlying vote.
2: Oh, okay. Um, oh.
1: What goes at number four? Oh, goes at number four.
2: Batman Returns.
1: Batman Returns is this week's number four. Um. So, I need to vote. Whew, I'm voting Gremlins. So, uh, Rob's voted for Gremlins. I've voted for Gremlins. Um, trading places from John. Trading places from uh, Chris. So Matt, what are you going for?
5: Okay, this is my top three um so <laughs> um without giving away what so, they were in order um well i suppose i'm gonna have to <laughs> yeah what's <laughs> um, number three yeah. <laughs> that's the idea <laughs>
2: that's, that's giving away what's number one um
5: number three yeah, on this list i'll be honest it's gremlins it's gremlins for me it's more christmasy okay. than trading places but i would have put gremlins well gremlins is third so there
1: we go nice bit of honesty oh, um, so everybody number one <clears throat> trading places or die hard um it's die hard for me uh rob
2: number one choosing my number one. Oh, this is yeah. so tough i love i love both of these films Oh, I'm going to go Die Hard. Die Hard. It'll annoy my Uh, sister, but I'm going to go Die Hard.
4: (laughs) John, what's number one? Uh, Number one of those two uh, is uh, Die Hard.
1: And Chris, if it wasn't obvious... (laughs) (laughs)
3: and <laughs> t-shirts the giveaway hans booby i'm your white knight diehard number one
1: and uh it doesn't really matter but
5: matt would diehard have been um, your number one uh, i i would have been the outlier i'm afraid um i would have put oh, Trading okay. places above it that okay. if it had been playing straight automobiles that would have been number one but i had to replace it with something else and it was trading places but for me Doesn't really matter because Die Hard is. is, He's he's the prince. He's the king of Nakatomi Plaza. it has got to be number one. So I'm happy.
1: (laughs) Nice one. Nice one. So running down this week's alternative, non-traditional Christmas top five. At number five, Lethal Weapon. At number four, Batman Returns. At number three, Gremlins. At number two. Trading Places, and the number one non-traditional, alternative <laughs> Christmas movie is Die Hard. Play the sting.
5: It had to be, didn't it? It had to be Die It had to be. It had to be. <laughs> had to be. There's no, there's no <laughs> other, there's point. no other option. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it, uh, it could have got on the traditional
1: list it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's the number one. Could it
5: could have top both. Yeah. <laughs> could have <it> top <up> both. <laughs>
1: um well thank you very much guys. Thank you. Um
3: signing Thank off. you.
1: Chris, anything to uh anything to say?
3: Uh no, just um Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year. Excellent,
1: excellent. Uh,
5: Matt? Uh, yeah, sentiments exactly. Uh, I hope you have had a wonderful Christmas, or you will be having, uh, having a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, we'll be having a yeah. Please do your shopping. <laughs> buy buy your loved ones something nice. Enjoy your Christmas, uh, Christmas uh, drinks, and your Christmas dinner, and eat some mince pies and be merry and happy.
4: Please indeed, John. Okay. Um check us out on all the socials um you'll find us at five on film podcast on all of them on facebook twitter instagram um we are uh on uh, your your local podcast pod scraper uh or spotify and itunes or apple podcasts uh find us on youtube um watching us do this um if you please get in touch with us we want to talk to you we want to do this for you feel free please come talk to us indeed
1: um and
4: rob thank you for joining us
1: for this week's episode um, cheers bobby oh, thank you
2: it's been a pleasure thank, thank you, you very guys. much
1: it's nice Merry to have christmas our first everyone. guest back on at christmas
5: please come back you'll come back nice. again won't you look at your well, records behind there. What a record collection. Can I just say, J- Rob, you should start a record podcast? Look, look at how many records you got there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I should have gone to my other room to go in front of my DVD. You've got more? Oh, okay. I've got, I, I got, I got shelves of DVD, yeah, old DVDs and what have you, but uh, my spare bedroom's a bit of a mess. So that's what well, I'm lo- I'm, lo- uh, lo- I'm loving that collection,
5: <laughs> mate. I'm loving that collection of records.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, they're all, they're I'm all, all 18, that... 78s, they're all old 78s
1: i'm, I'm feel, i doubt feel, feeling a a music a music biopic podcast coming uh Rob, rob's way one day yeah we
5: could do that
0: let's
1: do yeah. it yeah
5: <laughs> um best, best soundtracks and, um... best soundtracks best top top five soundtracks in movies there we go That's, That's, we should have that it's one funny because i
2: i was going to suggest that actually you read my mind nice I've got, one i've got a few nice ideas one. so yeah maybe for the future some
1: ideas going there and uh as john said if you've got any ideas please send them uh, our way um and a merry christmas to everybody um i hope you have a wonderful christmas time um enjoy it and uh have a happy new year and we will see you in the new year with more shows um thank you very much and goodbye
0: To the coast. Get together, have a
1: few laughs. All views expressed in this podcast are that of the individual and do not represent the views of any entity whatsoever which they have been or will be affiliated with in the future.